aka Full Metal Smacker Chick, aka I Look Better Bald Than Your Man Does So You Can Die Mad About It, and welcome to Outlaw Bars, where we talk about everything great and not so great in the world of anime. And as always, I have with me... Hey, it's Chopin. Obviously, Diva left all of her fucks in her hair, so <laughs> when she got rid of them, she was like, you guys are all on notice. I don't have an AKA. I'm just glad to be here, you know? And it's Tam. I, yeah, you got it. Diva got it, so... I'm gonna just, <laughs> right. <laughs> she I'm gonna that. just step off and just let, let the Diva do the Diva. True, Listen, true. with all this freeness on the top of my head... Really, who gonna who gonna stop me? Who gonna stop me? No one, absolutely no one. Um, so um, we just want to get started um by thanking you guys for letting us know um that you did want to keep in um the notice me senpai segment on the show. Um, so we're gonna keep that in the future recordings. And we're gonna we're gonna let anime news go just so we can spend more time getting a little bit more in depth into the notice we senpai questions and our topics of the day. And speaking of which, we got a really great notice me senpai question from our friend Colt Chocolate on Twitter. Um, and it's gonna serve kind of as our topic for the day because it's a really like rich and um, deep topic that we kind of can kind of dive into. Um, so it starts off, hey ladies, I have a question and some recommendations for y'all. I wanted to ask you guys how you feel about the sexualization of minors in anime. As you may know, the age of consent in Japan is 13. Many mangaka and Japanese anime fans say that the treatment of sexualizing minors isn't a big deal and is even considered the norm when they hear the complaints of Westerners who feel this treatment is inappropriate. Older generations in Japan also tend to push, push this back. Do you feel that our Western indoctrination keeps us from keeps us from keeping an open mind about minors and sex or do you guys feel that it's inappropriate to overly sexualize minors in anime is 13 years too low um and before we kind of deep dive into that um he did also provide some recs and he provided one rec for each of us so let's see if he knows what he's talking about so for Chopin, he recommended ReZero, a very beautiful it has very beautiful animation and is a fantasy magic anime the action is very gruesome, but I don't think it will give you nightmares. And if it does, I'm so sorry. So that was the rec for Chopin, ReZero. Oh, okay. Then I will look into it. Thank you. <laughs> I know I've heard good things about ReZero. Um, I just haven't had time to watch. Um, and for me, he recommended Konosuba. Um, this is an action comedy fantasy series. The humor is similar to The Devil is a Part-Timer, but it makes fun of RPG and hero journey tropes. This is actually in my queue, but I got kind of caught up watching... Um, the one with the hitmen and kind of got distracted. <laughs> and for Tam, he recommended Sheen Sakai Yori. This is a very dark series in which every episode is integral to the, pro- to the plot. Not going to lie, the first eight episodes are slow because it's doing a lot of setup for the fuckery. And after that, it gets fucked up. I'm interested. I'm intrigued. Hopefully it's on Crunchy so I can watch at work like the diligent worker that I am. And I will say, um, Cold Chocolate, that your recs are pretty much spot on. Like, for what you know of us, you know us. <laughs> yeah, him and Crisco so, kid always give really good recommendations for us. They do. So shout out to y'all for really thinking of the kids over here at Outlaw Bars. Alrighty, so let's get back to the topic at hand. And it's a, it's a weighty one. And it's the sexualization of minors 
in anime. So, okay. Um, and I'll start off because I just finished watching Darling in the Franks, which is, it comes off as a teen, a teen love romance action story, but the way, um, it's kind of problematic. It's let's just start off there. And I have, I have said this in my tweets, like you gotta, you gotta get past the problematic stuff and then really just get into the writing of the show. Because in, um, Darling in the Franks, you have these teens who are essentially, um, appointed, (laughs) Like children are raised to protect adults. Y'all know how I feel about putting children in stressful situations. Um, but nevertheless, um, and how they have to pilot these mechas called Franks and how the mechas are piloted is that the girl is bent over in backshot ready position. Let's just keep it a buck. It's she's looked like she's about to get backshots. Um, and the, the male, the boy is sitting because he pilots and the girl gives the energy. I think they're referred to as pistols and stamens, correct? Yeah, pistols and stamens, yep. Um, And when they are powering up the mecha, so it's like one thing to see them in these positions, right? And then it's another thing to see the Franks power up because it almost looks like the the female is like essentially about to have um, an orgasm. Right. Um, and so that's a little, that was, a that's the problematic part. You're like, mm, okay. But the story writing is really done well. And the sexual overtones, I would say that happen in the show is age appropriate because it's not quite coming of age, but they are dealing with those weird teen because they don't have any concept of what falling in love is or what love is. They don't even really know what a kiss is. Um, and then you have this character, Zero Two, who comes in and basically shakes the table for everybody because she's essentially a wild spirit. But, you know, if you watch the show, you know what I mean. But um, it's this coming of age of within these groups, within these boy and girl groups and figuring out, you know, feelings and um, sexuality, but not in an overtly sexual way. And it was problematic for me because a lot of anime content like Darling in the Franks, is not geared towards children or teenagers. It's geared towards adults, right? And so even though you have these kids going through um, this coming of age, discovering of self and feelings and all that stuff, because that is a natural part of human development. You know, you you have feelings like that as, as a teenager. So is that weird? No. But what is weird is having these kind of overtly sexualized situations for adult consumption. And so for me, that is troubling. Um, I don't think being Westernized has really anything to do with it because adults take advantage of children, you know, um, and that's problematic when you see it in the media you consume and, but it, you know, knowing it happens in real life. Yeah. Um, to piggyback on what Tam said, the, the very strange thing about, well, first to answer the question is 13 too young. It absolutely is too young. And this is not a Japanese thing. This is not a Western thing. This is, 
there are some parts of culture where you have to stand back and say, am I projecting my, you know, my personal views on this issue? But facts are facts. 13 year olds are morons. 14 year olds are morons. 15 year olds are morons. 22 year olds are morons. And the idea that having someone who is in their 20s, that they are not inherently, uh, you know, leveraging some sort of power dynamic against a 13 year old is like being willfully ignorant. And like Tam said, using Darling in the Franks as an example, you have these young kids who are exploring each other. That's fine. Changing the age of consent has nothing to do with 13 year olds exploring other 13 year olds bodies. That's normal. Like exploring their own bodies, like figuring out, you know, that kind of thing with each other. There is no need for a 22 year old to explore a 13 year old's body and vice versa. And to say that it is somehow um, like that, it's somehow us like, you know, not really understanding. I think people are being disingenuous because if have you ever spoken to a teenager, there's like a very clear knowledge gap intellectually and just like scientifically the way their brains are formed. So no one in good faith can convince me that they're wanting to have a relationship with a child, even in anime or in manga, that to me, like that can't come from a place um, that's not rooted in wanting to take advantage of somebody who is inherently weaker than you. Um, as the sole manga reader amongst us, um, I tend to be a little bit more disturbed with the images that I see in manga more so than what ends up getting broadcast because at least with broadcast television, there's at least some type of like baseline decency standard that you have to kind of get over before they let you do things. But in manga, sometimes it can be a little bit, it can feel a little bit less regulated, even though that, even though there are, you know, rules and regulations you know, with regards to the depiction of underage um, individuals. Um, but I think I'm going to, I, I have no choice but to echo the sentiments of both Tam and Chopay is when you're dealing with two people who are, who are of equal age and mindset, it's one thing, but it's another when there's a power dynamic, whether the person is four or five years too old or it's a teacher or, you know, somebody with a position of power over them. Like going back to Darling in the Franks, even though, even though the positioning of the teen um, mecha pilots is like visually like all types of wonky, like there's nothing, there's nothing inherently sexual about it because they know nothing about sex. I was like, so when the kids are doing it, it's just like a girl, it's like a girl getting like bending over a motorcycle and a boy maybe being on like a stand up bike. Like if you look at them individually, it's like when you look at them in concert, then you're like, oh, the the visual is bad when you put them together. So at some point, you know, and I'm not even trying to like play devil's advocate or anything of the sort, but, you know, are we projecting our own, our own ideas of sex and sexuality onto this particular situation? With regards to Darling in the Franks. I think with Darling in the Franks, the thing that probably made me think that is because adults made the mechas. They made them yeah. they made them like that. Yeah. And I was like, but and they also but they also kept the kids in like sterile situations where they don't they just barely know that there's differences between boys and girls. And like they're kind of fumbling the way they're fumbling their way, you know, through their teenage emotions or whatever, with no real guidance from anyone aside outside of how to better pilot their mechas. 
That's true. That's true. Yeah. I was like, but I'll go back to my my gateway anime. I'll go back to Sailor Moon, um, which was written by a woman. Um, the lead character is a is a young teen girl. And remember, when we meet Usagi, she's about 14 years old. So one year over the age of consent in Japan. When we meet her husband-to-be, Mamoru, I keep reminding people that he is a freshman in college. Usagi is in her last year of middle school. And by the end of the first season, in which she is still in her last year of middle school, and he is still a freshman in college, they're like... A romantic couple. Which, and which is weird. Because nobody said 21. anything. And, and nobody said. I was like, now granted, by the time it got to the States, I think they may have aged him down so that he wasn't a college student. He was a high school student. He may have been like a freshman in high school, which freshman, sophomore in high school, which age-wise, like number-wise, isren't as bad. But we all know mindset-wise, there's a big difference between a, with a, between a U.S. 8th grader and a U.S. 10th grader. But nonetheless, like you, you see that. And when I was watching it in the '90s, I didn't see anything wrong with it. I was like, "Oh, you know, they were reincarnated, and she was the pr- she was the princess, and he was the prince, and all that's great." And as I get older, I was like, "Wait a minute, this is a grown ass man." Like, granted, like he wasn't he wasn't like stereotypically pervy. Like, he wasn't like one of those that would like give you pause and be like, "Why are you here?" And it's almost lampoons are almost played straight by the fact that Usagi's father has a real problem with Mamoru coming down, coming around and hanging out with his daughter. He was like, young man, emphasis on the word man, what are you doing here? Like, who are you here for? Whose daughter? My daughter? Not my daughter. Yeah. It's like, it's fucking weird. And Tam Tam shared some articles where they discussed that like they also are working to um, like they're trying to crack down on like child pornography and you have these people who are saying, well, if we can't, it's like two different schools of thought. Number one, some people are saying, well, if we can't depict children in sexual situations, then um, how do we keep predators from like preying on children, which is bullshit because if someone is vile enough to prey on children, the access of cartoon child pornography is not going to stem that and there's no research that says it does and then secondly you have this other school of thought that says like there was i think there was one anime where it's a social experiment you can't see me but like i'm doing very aggressive oh, air like my, my wife is yeah. a my wife is a like a middle schooler my wife is like a 12 year old or something like that yeah like a 25 year old grown teacher marries a 12 year old for some sort of social experiment and they never like really show the, the the child bride in sexual ways, but she's a wife. The I think we all can understand what happens when two people are married to each other. They're fucking, and this idea that um, people are saying, well, just because someone created that kind of dynamic doesn't mean that they're interested in it or they actually want to do it. And I'm like, first of all, that's horse shit. Uh, two examples of that. Juno Diaz, right? Or Junot Diaz. I don't know how to pronounce that guy's name. Um, He recently was slammed for like the shitty way that he treats women, like degrading them and things like that. And I have friends who've read his work who are like, if you read it objectively, you could see his treatment of women mirrors his treatment of like his treatment of women in writing mirrors his treatment of women in real life. Another one is Quentin Tarantino. 
the way he writes, the way he throws nigger like everywhere, like it's like fucking like Salt Bay seasoning all of his, you know, scripts or whatever. And then Uma Thurman comes out and is like, yeah, he's like a monster. Who could have known except any person who's seen any of his movies? So this idea that you have people who are like, so what? We have art that we are creating that has children in sexual positions. That doesn't mean that we like we condemn that or that we condone that. How am I supposed to know that? Like your art is supposed to be a um, expression or it's supposed to be, you know, an outpouring of you. A straight up example is fucking R. Kelly writing about being a fucking Pied Piper, singing songs about how age is not a number. Oh my God. Also turns out he's like a serial child abuser. Who could have known except fucking anybody who took the time to even listen. So this, this argument, it doesn't hold water. Like children cannot consent. And as someone who has worked with victims of abuse, who had been a victim of abuse at one time, I think that as adults, we have to protect children. We have to be able to say, a 14-year-old cannot consent to a relationship with a 21-year-old. And if I see it, it should trigger something in me to be like, nigga, what the fuck are you doing? Same thing with old, like older women who prey on young boys, because that is disgusting and it's not acceptable. And if no one, if everyone acts like it's not a big deal, children are going to be hurt and that's going to be on all of us. I think my thing is why, why is it even a thing where like you, you know, we can create any kind of world we want. And when it comes to fiction and fantasy and, and all that great stuff. And that's the, you know, great thing about the imagination and the human mind. But I just don't, I just cannot wrap my mind on like, that is the thing that you want to write about. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. This, this grown, this grown adult with this child, that's weird. That's, that's weird. It's suspect. Yeah. And if, if people can't find that inherently disturbing or why people are disturbed by, um, you know, why it's disturbing for some that, uh, children are overly, um, sexualized in, um, media content like anime then i'm looking at you funny um and again my thing is a lot of and it goes back to like again not even just exploring you know kids age approach like children within the same age group you know having these experiences with each with with each other right um because you know i read young adult fiction because some young, young adult fiction is fire you know what i'm saying but also a lot of this stuff, again, is not geared toward the people in that age group. You know what I'm, do you understand? Like if it'd be different if these things were geared towards 13 and 14 year olds, but they're not, they're geared towards adults. And that you, so even if you have something where it's like an age appropriate exploration of thing, but you're not making it in a way that's appropriate for children and those or youth in that age group to consume it um it's different if it's like you know like sometimes we, we watch a child's movie like sing and sing is great and we all like it and it's made both for adults and children but some of the stuff is it's children but it's clearly geared towards adults and to me that that also is a is a problem so you have the two where it's like children and adult yes then you have two youth of the same age kind of doing things together but then that content is geared towards adults 
And that to me is also as problematic as having the um, inappropriate relationship between children and adults. And this thing about everything is just, it's just fantasy. Yeah, but I just feel like there's so, um, there's so many other things that you could be writing about. Why is this the one thing that you are choosing to focus on? And again, these kinds of things play out in real life and people are hurt by them. People are actually scarred by them. Mm -hmm. It doesn't end in rainbows and sunshine. And then on top of that, you know, typically in a lot of animes, we know there is a lot of violence towards women. So then you have sometimes these female characters who are young with the adult in these like kind of violent and traumatic situations. And like, no, that's not cool. (laughs) That's not okay. So it's like sexualization and then on top of it, trauma. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a weird thing to want to put into media because we talk about representation, why it matters, because people want to see themselves reflected in the media that they consume. So using that same thought process, why the fuck would we want to, why would that be the thing that we want to see? By that same token, if we only see black people with dreads in anime stealing right? Because we don't want that to be the message that is portrayed. How come all of a sudden when it's young girls with old men, now none of it matters. It's just make believe. It's just pretend. Like, which one is it? Is it Uchi Wally or is it One Bike? It's neither. And I don't considering what happened with Nas, it's uh, Uchi Wally. Yep. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, no, but I think, um, a lot of this, a lot of this comes down to, you know, we're asking, you know, why will people even be bothered doing this when it's obvious that it's harmful to children? There are laws against this. There are international laws against this, even though Japan has had, um, some of the most lax laws with regard to possession of child pornography. And what it comes down to it is that capitalism is a bitch and it's produced because people consume it. Like I've, I've seen entire websites devoted to, to hentai manga. Some of it depicting adults, some of it depicting, you know, children and, and like getting back to what, you know, Tam was saying before, you know, I'm looking at you kind of funny when this is what you want to consume. Like out of all the hentai manga out there, like, listen, your kink is not my kink and that's okay. As long as everybody is a consenting adult. So... You know, when your kink is actual little girls. Now, if your kink is, you know, grown women dressing up as little girls, I'm gonna let you rock. But when your kink is actual little girls, actual little boys, then I'm looking at you funny. And once again, why, if no one was consuming this, they wouldn't produce it because who's out here making art to lose money? Nobody. I also think it's time, obviously, I'm not Japanese. Or anything like that. But I also think it's time for Japan to maybe examine its obsession with the youth. Because this plays a part in it too. Japan is very obsessed with the youth and the children. And again, that also that, you know, not only does it play into the, you know, sexualization of minors, but also putting these anime babies in very stressful situations. Okay. It's always some fucking 15 year old that has to save the entire universe. Okay. And it may be time to and, and it's hard because if this is something that is innately cultural, right? So this, and this is stuff that goes back hundreds of years. This is not like a 
20 year this is a no this is a thing that has existed for a really long time but it's time to really look at how we um how we how well not we because i'm not again i'm not japanese but how japanese um envision the youth and look at the youth and this obsession with children and putting children in like really adult situations that includes being in relationships with people who are like 40 that's you know what i mean like it's it's a it's a cultural thing but then also at some point like again you can like what you like is that's on you i mean i'm not gonna stop watching children and anime in real stressful situations because usually it's some fire ass shit keep it a buck but at some point you have to kind of still be a conscious consumer and really take a look at the things that you are consuming because if that's the type of stuff you're into you are contributing to it because like you said it's capitalism it makes them money so they're not gonna stop until people are like yeah this is this is too much yeah there's no there's no ceiling for that kind of thing people are not gonna leave money on the table Um, so it's up to us as a group to be like, we're not going to consume this. Like there's some media that I won't watch because there's too much violence against women in it. And it's a personal thing because also it's like hella triggering for me, but that kind of shit is just fucking weird. Like there's a, there was another piece in the article where like there's, they call them teen idols where you'll have like 13 year old, 14 year old girls who are dressed very suggestively like adults doing things like cleaning around the house and stuff like that. And I'm like, this is one for one, a straight up sexualization of an actual child and people are consuming it. People are buying it. And it's just like, it's, it's inconscionable. And to say that if you stop, if you stop consuming it, then it's, you know, then what are, what else are other people going to do? Dog, you better find something else to fucking do, but it's, it's not an acceptable way to consume and, media and using and, and it, using sex cells is like is it really tired don't use that because sex can sell in a lot of other ways that has doesn't have to do with children because i feel like not i would hope not any of our listeners would say that but i feel like that's something that someone would say is like oh sex sells yeah but it doesn't have to be sex with children because that's a part like, of the thing with like fan service right part of fan service is that like sex sells but okay it's different if it's like fan service of an adult woman than fan service of a child. Children are not sexy. Also that, like, it's just, okay. Do you know what I just thought of? Um, Jack the Ripper and fate apocrypha. That baby had no, where are her pants? pants? And, and, and to like further that point, Jack the Ripper was made up of the souls of dead children. So it wasn't even like, Oh, this was an adult playing, a child. No, Ooh. these were actually. Oh, time out, time out, time out. Was it? Remember, remember, there's like an additional layer. Jack the Ripper was made up of the aborted children yes. of prostitutes. Yes. I was like, so that probably plays into why Jack the Ripper is dressed the way that she is, is because she's basically the, the discarded children of prostitutes. I'm like, so I can see where they were going, but you could have put a cute little boy short on right. her and got the same message. Come on, man. It's- like, that was, she was wearing floss. Seriously, <laughs> she was wearing. There, there, there was there again. There are more ways to convey that message than to like make a, a child look like that. It it feels lazy when people are like like if someone were to say that sex sells, and then you decide to use like a child to sell sex. Like there are a lot of things that sell, but 
there should be like some personal boundary. Like there should be just like some moral boundaries of some lines that you're like not going to cross in order to get this, you know, in order to, to sell this thing or to make this point. And for me, it just goes back to children are not fucking sexy. Okay. It's just fucking gross. And there has to be something in you that says, I don't care if a person is 17 years old. That's, that's a child. Like shit. Even if someone was 25, I'd be like, what are you doing? Talking to me, go away. Right. We have nothing to discuss. Right. I have nothing. To, we have nothing. <laughs> you, as Jamaicans would say, you and me are not size. We are not on the, Hello? we are not okay. on the same page. Like my mom would say, am I your mate? Okay. We like, there's, I'm, I'm grown and there is like, really, there's nothing that you can convince me of if you are an adult person and you're like, no, like they're really mature, you know, or like, think of all of the bullshit things that creepy old men told you when you were 16, when they were trying to hit on you. Like, you know, you're not like those other girls. You're actually very mature. Those are lies. Okay. 16 year olds are not mature. Shit. Less to talk of even 13 year olds. You just started puberty, okay? You're just like an emotional, horny mess, all right? You can't even fucking do your homework in a timely fashion. Do you think that somehow you're able to navigate a sexual relationship with an adult with your full mind? There are grown they don't people even, who have they problems don't even navigating have, they don't even that. have their full mind. Full stop. Thank you. <laughs> they, can't, they can't even decide whether they want beef or chicken ramen for dinner, so really. They... Thank you, okay? You fucking eating Hot Pockets every day. You mean to tell me you have the you have the range to be able to, like, maneuver a sexual relationship with somebody who's, like, two or three times your age? All right, baby. Like, I'm about to send you straight to detention. Fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> Seriously. I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell your teacher on, on you. Note. <laughs> I think that um, we will wrap up this conversation to succinctly answer your question. Hell no. Senor Cole Chocolate. <laughs> it's just hell no. Um, yeah, we're, we're not here for the sexualization of minors in anime. We wish they'd get their shit together. There are better ways to tell a story than that. Um, and it's 13 too young. It's It's way too young. 13 i didn't even know how to curl my own hair i wasn't even doing my own hair when i was 13 okay i was ugly at 13 so there's also that hello that yeah. was not yeah. i was very really awkward looking yeah so um that's that's a big no on both sides um but thank you for that question um normally this is where we would solicit you know additional comments from you guys but um nah we're not gonna do yeah, this please this time. don't it's okay. We're not, we're not going to do this this time. <laughs> um, but we will ask you to be more mindful of the media that you consume. Because as consumers, we we are part of the problem. If you build it, they will come. If they make it and we buy and we watch, then they, they will continue to do so. So um, just be more mindful keeping this conversation in the back of your mind when you're watching anime. And, you know, feel free to call out, you know, streaming sites and creators and be like, hey, there has to be a better way. Or, you know, this isn't the type of thing that, you know, we should be showing, you know, or put it behind a paywall if it's two grown people and if it's an underage person, it needs to come down altogether. Um, But that is that. And we are going to jump over. Um, to our favorite segment, The Capo's Corner, where our recommendation Capo Chopay tells us what we should be watching. Hey, friend, that's me, here, Capo. So I know that in the beginning of the year, we had our, uh, like, spring anime 2018, like, to watch. <clears throat> so this was one of them that I was interested in watching that I actually sat down to catch an episode on. It is called Dances with Dragons. It's on Crunchyroll. 
I liked it because I'm talking about like when I, before I had even seen it, I like the idea of magic. You know, I love magic and niggas fighting. Um, if you ever watched Bungo Stray Dogs, another anime that I suggested, it gives me similar vibes. Uh, essentially the premise is you have some shit happens, some shit pops off. It's, you know how anime always sets the tone. It's like somebody licked a radioactive mochi ball and now everyone can levitate. Oh my God. I don't know. It's, it's, it's the, the backstory is usually it doesn't matter. And that is the case in this. Some shit popped off. Now what we, what we, you and I would call magic, they call like gin something or the other. And people who can manipulate that magic have a specific term. Like they're like, if they're called jinchurikis, they're like jinchurikiists or something. <clears throat> so they manipulate this, this energy. Y'all, there are fucking dragons. Okay. Like dragons are your primary target. Like these dragons harness this natural magic energy and you have these, um, people who fight against dragons. So you have these two main characters. One is, He's like more straight laced. He works for the agency. His partner comes from a clan of like badass, like dragon fighters. Okay. So if you watch Game of Thrones, don't drag me. I swear to God. Okay. I'll, I'll call you a mean name. I might even insult your mom, but he gives me the vibe of, um, who's the big one with all the muscles that everyone wants to fuck you guys. Uh, the, in Game of Thrones, he's huge. He has like, he, he was like Khaleesi's husband. Uh, oh, Khal Drogo. Khal Drogo, yeah. Okay. So in this anime, this guy basically comes from a clan like Cal's clan, but they fight dragons. So they both work for the agency to fight dragons. So the very first episode is them taking down this like level 900. So the older a dragon is, the more dangerous that it is. And the oldest dragons are called like altar dragons, A-L-T-A-R. So they're the most dangerous and the most scary. So you have these two guys, they, you know, just like any coworker or any pain in the, the ass partner, they act like they don't really like each other, but they fuck with each other more or less very much a Sherlock Holmes Watson kind of banter back and forth. Um, and it's actually very cute in the very first episode, the, the guy from the dragon clan, he's praying and he's asking for uh, victory in battle from the God that his tribe serves. And the other guy is just like, what are you praying for? He's like, I don't serve a petty, jealous God like you. Like, I actually serve like a decent deity. I was like, damn, bro. I thought you guys were friends, but maybe you're not. Um, so that's episode one. Then you find out that someone is killing all of the people of their uh, their job. Like the, the all of the people who also fight dragons are being murdered in the street. Someone is looking for the two of them. We don't know why. So... The bigger issue is that they are trying to kill dragons, but now you have someone who's trying to kill people like him and get to the two of them. So you have two different plots. Of course, like the church is now involved because there's always some dark shit. Whenever there's a church, can you trust, can you trust a priest guys? No, nope. you can't. Um, so of course I know that that's going to be spicy. I know that someone is going to do some betrayal and some intrigue. It's going to involve the church, but also dragons guys. Uh, so Dances with Dragons, it's only on Crunchyroll. I have not seen it anywhere else. So either get a Crunchyroll subscription or holler at a friend of yours, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I pay because I, 
I can't be bothered, but it's it I it's really good and it's kind of dark, but not so dark that I personally would not be able to watch it. Also, I just started. Who knows? I might get to episode seven and be like, fuck this shit. I'm out. <laughs> uh, but at the jump, I'm very intrigued, just like from the premise. I like when they have an original premise and then they add an additional one to kind of like kick up the the spice level even further. Because now they don't know someone is hunting them and the someone is a woman. Like she's killing these dudes and like she kills each one and she's like, oh, you're not even the right guy. So <laughs> then she goes and she kills somebody else and each time she's like oh you're not the person i'm looking I feel for like she's so of course she, i'm like sis they she's looking they she thinks that um they killed like i'm assuming it's like her husband or something like that they she thinks they oh yeah because I, I started to watch it and i got to the point where they actually end up fighting her like for the first time so because they're like yo fam like what do you want like we don't know you <laughs> like girl you don't even go here so i think it has to do with like they that they she thinks that they killed someone either that she was close to or like a husband or something like that so yeah she married to a dragon how did this happen i don't know find out on the next episode of dragon ball z i don't know <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, cause, i haven't gotten that cause i haven't gotten I that can... far because um oh not to cut you are, you are you were you done with your recommendation oh yeah no that's it definitely watch it please uh tokyo ghoul season three is back it's lit it's on hulu um you all know i'm a very big tokyo ghoul fan and this season is really good um it's dark but i don't think it's not as dark as season two because it takes place some time after the events of season two and um it's very it's been really good so far it's being simulcast so you know, the episodes are being released weekly. Also, a little birdie told me that season two or three of the newest season of Seven Deadly Sins is um, has been streaming in Japan. It is not on any of our conventional sites, but if you know where to go, you'll find it. So I just wanted to put that out there. Don't say I didn't give y'all nothing. But yeah, Seven Deadly Sins is, has been streaming the newer episodes um, in Japan. Yeah, so you can't see us, but that Lucille Bluth gif of her winking, yeah. but like with both eyes <laughs> Like closed. a Rihanna, Rihanna gif with Rihanna doing the Rihanna two-eye blink, yes. Yes, that is that is us that's telling us. you to look into it. Because I'm about, as soon as Tam told me, I was like, bitch, it's lit. Okay, say less, okay? That's it, I'm in it. What was it? Actually, uh, da, 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 da. I actually have a rec, um, and it's Steins Gate Zero. So it's Ooh, season two okay. of Steins Gate. And if you go back to our time travel episode, um, we featured it. Um, we talked about it during the time travel episode. But this um, examines an alternate like scenario where the main character doesn't engage in time travel anymore. He was like, OK, we've we fucked shit up. He's like, I'm not doing this. Um, so I started watching it because the characters are familiar it took me a minute to realize. I'm like, oh, shit, you still around. I got you. I got you. But um, that one, I'm watching it on Crunchy. Yeah, I'm watching it on Crunchy. Um, but if you liked Steinsgate the first time around, then you should enjoy it this time around as well. It's um, airing weekly, so we'll be watching it in real time together. Um, and I believe that that's that for this episode of Outlaw Bars, ladies. Um, we want to thank everyone who joined us um, for Outlaw Views and Agretsuko. There we go. Agretsuko. 
Um, it was a good two plus hours, but Retsuko is she's my girl. My bitch. She's that is so my girl, relatable. <laughs> she's so she really relatable. Was. It's so relatable. They need to put trigger warnings on that shit. Cause as soon as they as soon as that pig started talking about how women were dumb, I was like, I'm about to fight. Okay? Like I'm about to whoop somebody's non-existent ass. Listen, when she was in the bed, she was like, I'm going to count to yes. 10 and I'm going to be a productive <laughs> yes. person. That is me every morning. I'm like, I'm going to I'm gonna count to, like, I'm going to take these last three minutes and rest and I'm going to get up and I'm going to be productive. That is me. The first oh thing out of her God. mouth when she was like, I don't want to go to work. I was like, girl, every day, every day. I feel this yes. on a spiritual level and we haven't even really get into the juice of everything. Listen, and her coworkers, there's a there's a prototype for all of your yes. office coworkers. There's that chatty ass hippo that knows everybody's business and is telling everybody's business. There's there's the kiss ass that's batting her eyes at the ugly ass boss <laughs> trying to get her way. There's the sh- there's the shady coworker who's kind of your friend but still be setting you up sometimes. Yes. Fenico, I'm sorry. I love Fenico so Fenico's much. laugh takes me down. Okay? Oh <laughs> like the God. first Women, were you watching in English or Japanese? Japanese. Okay. <laughs> Fenico's laugh like when I saw it the first time and she let out that ha 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 ha. ha, ha. I lost my shit. She was like bitch you dumb, bitch so you dumb. She's so fucking rude. <laughs> she's rude as shit. She's like, you know what? Low key, she's a troublemaker. All right. And she's, she is like someone that I know who would just be like, mm, you're alone, bitch. Okay. You're fucked up. But Gordy and Washimi, the boss bitch mentors. Love them. Love I aspire. Them. I've never wanted to be a cartoon character so bad before this. Like, I mean, besides like the crystal gems, but now I have new people to add to my vision board. Listen, Washimi was not here for anybody's bullshit. Not the not the president's Yo, bullshit. Not Resco's bullshit. Not Gory's bullshit. She knocked out that man's noodle slime. Like, no, this is not what we're gonna be doing. No. Oh my god. And he was like, but she was like, no. no. <laughs> and she really he... played the fuck out of him. He started crying like a little bitch. I'm like, yes, destroy him. Yo, and when they looked at Resco's little boyfriend person, oh, they were yes. like, he is not cool at <laughs> They're all. Like, he, looks like, he wasn't cool at all. He looked like the soft candy for babies. <laughs> Which was, when you think of the levels to it, that's rude as yes. fuck. Okay, because yes. first of all, babies can't really have candy. So there's like barely any sugar in it, but it has to be soft so that they don't choke on it. And it's like, and damn. And also that shit is disgusting. That's like, that's like low. They, right. called, him, they called him bland and useless. Yeah, that's like <laughs> three, low, low three tier. levels. Like low tier nasty candy. No. Oh my like, God. If, like for real, if any of my friends ever felt like about that, about my boyfriend, like keep that shit to yourself. Just let, just don't do that. But would they really be your friends if they weren't like, listen, I mean, not this guy, not, not the way. No, but also like, damn, come on. But there were just so many lessons in that. Oh my gosh. Like, why are you, why are you bending, out, bending yourself out of shape and trying to change yourself for this man who's putting in minimal efforts? Like you texting, are, you are, Ooh, how many, she, no, was at ahead, the, sorry. she was at the park freezing to death. And he's just looking at her like, you good? Ankles all chafed up the next day. Okay, but Listen. first of all, like, that was kind of her bad. Like, because ain't nobody tell you to wear them uncomfortable ass shoes on the first day. Come on, sis. Yeah, but the cold thing, that, that, 
he could clearly see she oh, was yeah, shivering. Oh yeah, he should have given her his uh, blazer or something like that. At least, uh, at least offer it, not just be like, "You good?" Oh, yeah, but it's a, had no it's ambition a really good, at work. It's a, it's a really good show, and don't get drunk with your coworkers. Never. Absolutely Ooh. not. I don't look. Look, I know that some of you work in corporate spaces. You're consultants. You work with all white people. It's a trap, okay? A hundred percent of the time, it's a fucking trap. Like, we're not saying don't drink with your coworkers, but you should always be drinking less than everybody around you. Because then, all right, listen, people people get real comfortable to start doing drugs in the bathroom, okay? Like Ooh. in real life, oh. hello, in real life, hello. Come on, don't you can't take it that far with your coworkers, man, because they will show you some things. You'll be like, um. Or you'll be on the Summer Jam screen come Monday morning yes. and you don't want that either. Yes. Because one time, hey, story time, real quick. One time I, I was hanging out with a friend and, I, you know, I, I, I enjoyed myself and I took the train home. Who did I see on the train? A co-worker. And he was like, mm. hey, are you, you okay? And I was like, if you tell anybody I was like this on Monday, I will box you in the face. That was a real threat. Definitely. Did, 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 did anybody coffee, know I saw bro. that man on the train? No. No. They they didn't. So listen, because that's how Resco got caught up because she got a little bit too loose with the lips after too many drinks. I'm like, she talking too much. She talking too much. Damn. So yeah, but it was a good time. Yeah. It was, and it was. It, it really was. was. Good, it was a good watch. And if you haven't watched it, you should definitely watch it because it is hilarious. Yes. And it shouldn't be, but it like it's it's funny as shit. And it it stays consistently funny. There are no lulls in it, so don't don't worry. Just go ahead and sit your ass down for two and a half hours. Yeah. Like seriously, like make that happen. It's on Netflix, so and it's quote unquote a Netflix original series. Rolls so, eyes. Um, Rolls eyes. Basically, basically. Um, so um it'll be there for a while because technically, quote unquote, it's theirs. Um, so definitely check it out. And if you have any other recommendations for Outlaw Views, um, shoot them to us in a DM or um, email them to us at outlawbars at fanbros.com. And we will let you know what we'll be watching the next time for Outlaw Views. Um, and if you want to chat with me about my glorious bald head, because don't play yourself, it is glorious. You can find me at Deadly Diva. And ladies, let the lovely people know where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter at Simply Chopay. And you can find me on Twitter at Bruja Bantan. All right. So it's been a great time and we will catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye. Bye.